When sharing growth stories, I think it's essential to point out the starting point of a journey to dig a little bit deeper and explore the background rather than just pointing out the end result. And I believe sharing honest struggles can give other people hope. Sharing stories gives faith and creates belonging and shows that we are not going alone through the jungle of newness and change. You're listening to the Fabulous by Design podcast. I'm your host, Evie, and today I'm honored to chat with Anna Covelli, mindfulness coach, vegan nutritionist, and creator of Healthy Vegan Baking. Today we will be chatting on the topic people-pleasing and how strongly it can affect our potential projects and private and professional life when we always put others first. Hi, Anna. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, yeah, sure. This is probably the most uh, difficult question since always for me, like to introduce myself. But yeah, here we go. So I am Anna. I am 25 years old and I come from a small, tiny town in the north of Italy. And I moved um to Austria seven years ago um, for my studies and currently I live in beautiful Spain so I'm sitting here in sunny Valencia and I am finishing my uh, master degrees in gender culture and social change and what I yeah I would say I am a person with a lot of passions and interests and they're the kind of all based on mindfulness so near my studies I am as you told a meditation and a mindfulness coach. Um, and as a mainstay, I work as a consultant for vegan care products. And another important background in my life is the vegan nutrition. So I recently published my first book about how to successfully bake vegan and about vegan um, healthy desserts. Yeah, I had and a sneak peek. I had a sneak peek into your book. Oh, perfect. I love it. It's beautiful. Uh, but I'm sure you will tell us a little bit more later about it. So sorry for interrupting you. Sure, sure, I just yeah. got excited. No, no, no. Go no. ahead. Fine. Um, what I wanted to say is that I also work as a freelance photographer here in Valencia, uh, which I also really enjoy. So art, design and photography is another important yeah, part of my life. And yeah, I know that a lot of people told or tell me to find like my niche um, and to focus on something in particular. But well, this is not who I am right now. So I'm happy to discover um, yeah, different fields and interests in this um, part of my life. So yeah, and I'm happy to to about this personal development that I that I made over the last years. Yeah, about. This is actually what I would like to speak about you, about your personal development over the past years. You've been yeah. saying you considered yourself as a people pleaser. So would you mind exactly. telling us a little bit how your life looked like when you said like you were people pleasing? How did this affect you? And how did you realize that you actually not putting yourself first, but everybody else? Sure. Maybe you can also like, talk a little bit about my past and how I get where I am right now um, first. So I moved out when I was 18 and I always kind of knew that I wanted to leave or that I really that I didn't really belong there. So the city I grew up in was very traditional and I would say like conservative and 
Yeah, my mom was very young when she got me. So I grew up with my grandmother in a house where where I witnessed um, violence and alcoholism at a very early age in my life. And I remember I was an extremely like quiet and anxious child. Like I never said that much. And when I was eight years old, um, I became the eldest of three children. And yeah, I had to take quickly a lot of responsibility in my life. So I think what I missed was like stability and this emotional mm-hmm. um, security, this safe space, right? Yeah. And so I never could like express myself in the in the past. And um, so until I was in my 20s, I kind of always tried to fit in in this, in this system. I compared myself with what I had around me and I tried to adapt and no matter whether whether it was about like relationships, hobbies, dreams, the body image. So yeah, probably one of my biggest thoughts that I internalized was uh, since my early childhood was the belief that if I would lose weight, I would be more loved or more seen. And Mm -hmm. yeah, because then I, I would be successful and loved and happy in a relationship and so on. Um, And once I reached this goal by restricting myself, I noticed that yeah, this wasn't like this, right? That we are not more seen or loved if we, if we, yeah, please people, if we have this perfect reality or goal. Yeah, then slowly through therapy, meditation, and yoga, I, I started to to heal over the years exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, when was it? How did you realize that something is wrong? Because you said you mentioned you tried to. Uh, yeah, to show people that you're a lovable person, that you wanted to belong somewhere. Um, exactly. How did you realize that something is missing or that something is wrong? You, you mentioned that you reached your goal of losing weight and you had your your perfect body eventually, but it wasn't there. Was there another trigger that showed you that like, oh, Anna, this is not how it goes? Yeah, I have the feeling that is people-pleasing the last year became extremely popular and it was the first time I heard about it. And at the beginning I was like, yeah, but I like to please people, right? I like to be kind and agreeable and altruistic. Um, but I realized it when, yeah, that I damaged myself. So that I attribute other people more importance than, my, than myself and it was like this, I had this inner secure insecurity um, that I am not loved for who I am, but for what I do. Mm-hmm. And I always try to anticipate what others want from me um, in order to be lovable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to act so that others yeah would like me, right? And um, I think I noticed it mostly about also the amount of things that I had on my plate like it was too much and yeah it was in the therapy where I realized it um, that I I couldn't handle it anymore and that I was extremely worried of saying no and of losing the relationships that I built and yeah with that of being alone and I was worried of yeah, that the core of myself is not good enough so I think that was the point where where I realized it. Mm-hmm. So you were just not thinking that you are not good enough, but there was also some sort of 
can you say fear of ending up alone losing friends exactly. relationship mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. can you tell us a little bit like how long did your journey take you and how did you realize that you are changing because you you went through a long transformation and you made this change exactly. in your life and how did this develop I think it started with therapy um, four years ago um, and I then slowly get into the topics of mindfulness and yoga and there my healing process uh, started um, and I realized that I can choose how to behave and I can choose how yeah which people I would I would like to have in my life and I can take responsibility and I can decide to heal so that I have a voice and I can change my patterns even if maybe it was scary also at the, big, uh, the very beginning and overwhelming because if you let go this or if you put off this mask then you have to show who you really are and you have to go out for yourself and maybe it can also like mean that you lose some people in your life or you are not loved by everyone but then to realize okay but that that's fine I mean uh, you don't have to be perfect for everybody and it's not the goal in life right yeah so I think absolutely. yeah it's still a process it's, I think it's a life process like to always stand up for your boundaries and always um, show yourself but yeah I think we have a lot of tools which help us on this way yeah absolutely yeah I mean I think it's a life process a whole life process it will never end eventually because as we as we shift as we our boundaries shift our interests we meet certain different people in our life and later we are allowed to realize that they just simply don't fit anymore because the circumstances have changed because we have changed and um i think it's important as you said to have those tools to realize when is it time to say no to let go of people sometimes it, it sounds so so harsh and painful in my opinion if you say like okay i have to end this relationship for the sake of my health for the sake of my own well-being but in the end i mean if you don't feel well you can't serve others either and in the end it's uh we have to we are responsible for ourselves and have to take care of ourselves so i think having these tools is really something valuable and uh you created a book last year right and as you went through this transformation journey and, and everything has changed you're a different Anna as you were back then um did uh your past somehow still affect the process of creating your book and how have you been dealing with um, that yeah with my book so I wrote it the last years so I would say uh most of the work I oh, I have already done it uh, before creating the book but so when I bake it's kind of normal for me to think what others like so my question while baking is always how do I make it a way so that everyone can enjoy it and everyone can um, yeah eat it and that it tastes good for everyone and all the allergies have to be covered and so on so yeah, you can see that clearly in, in my book. So the recipes are structured in such a way that all the people who suffer from allergies or intolerances um, can also adjust the recipes for themselves. 
and I have a large um, knowledge sec section. And each recipe has an extra list uh, of individual ingredient, ingredients to yeah, to adapt the, the whole recipe. So I would say yeah, the tendency to um, please people is there, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but actually, I, yeah, in, in some way, I also had to think about what would the people like, right? If you create a product, there's always this uh, thinking behind. Yeah, of course. But I think you turned it quite well around because I think in case of your book, it's amazing to have those um, opportunities to be like, okay, if I leave this out, because I struggle with that, especially in baking, because I am not good at it. And if I have to leave out one ingredient I don't like, then usually adding another ingredient uh, changes the consistency, changes the taste, and everything goes to hell because of that one ingredient, especially if you start adding flour and stuff like that, if you start changing that. So I think in this case, you turned your people-pleasing situation, like your behavior or your tendency in something very positive. And I think you created a quite a masterpiece there um and i i liked it yeah i really liked that really cool thank you and very much yeah i tried to yeah to make this like a positive uh skill right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah um anna would you as we were speaking about your book you said uh it was initially written in german it has been translated to english as well right where is your book available where can we get it so you can get it in every store in Austria, in German right now, uh, also on Amazon now in German, but from next week on uh, also in English, Healthy Vegan Baking. Yeah, sounds super cool. I'm, I'm excited for, for this release. And one last question I would like to ask you, Anna, is what do people misunderstand about you the most? Oh, okay. So I think the most people uh, think I'm an extrovert. Uh, if they meet me for the first time, I just heard it again last week when I was out with a with a group of friends. So in one-on-one -on -one situations, it can seem that I am an extrovert, but especially in groups, I tend to be very quiet and keep to myself. And yes, I go often out of my comfort zone because I know this makes me grow and I like the challenges. But I need a lot of energy while going out. And after, I don't know, events or socializing, I need a lot of time for myself. Um, but that's also something I, I had to learn to yeah, to allow myself to take this time and to set my own limits. Um, so, yeah, I love going out, meet new people, hear stories, um, socializing, but I'm definitely not an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that. I recently had uh, made a discovery. Um, I thought, I actually, I thought myself I am an extrovert and I knew that I can get pretty insecure, but that's something rather normal. But I discovered that literally big groups and two long meetings with a lot of people are draining me. And I also realized, because I got this question more often being like, hey, you're working online, you're working most of the time by yourself. Like, don't you actually miss being uh, with, with people around you? And I 
couldn't answer this question right away because in my head it was said like no but yeah, you have to meet people right you have to be set up in the office and um I kind of didn't want to yeah admit that I don't like having people around me when I work because I simply I'm more focused and online working gives me a certain distance to the person although you can create very meaningful connections online I have this I feel this certain distance and in the end by the end of the day, I end up, um, yeah, being energized and wanting to go go out with my friends instead of hiding somewhere at home. So yeah. it took me. I think this was my my learning process over the past year, and I'm I can absolutely relate to your story. Yeah, same for me. Like I love uh, working alone sometimes, um, and also ex- like introvert doesn't mean that you don't like socializing. It just means that you take your energy from from another source um, from spending time with yourself um, mm-hmm. exactly yeah so. lovely um Anna you said you like socializing you love you love stories you love people where can people find you and how can they reach out to you so people can find me on instagram it's anna underline ahana and on my website um, ahana.eu Mm-hmm. and on amazon exactly yeah and they can reach out to me every time so i'm happy for every yeah new people that i that i meet every new story that i hear lovely amazing i will place all links below in the show notes so people if somebody didn't have a, a pen now quickly by hand so people can reach out to you whenever they feel like and with this said i want to say thank you for your time it was a pleasure having you on my podcast and i hope to talk to you soon again thank you very much for having me